Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Uh, I want to talk about today the uh, tech giants and their censorship of conservatives. Uh, I got a couple clips I'm going to play for you guys, a bunch of articles. You know, since I started with wanting to podcast, part of that that kind of goes hand in hand with it is getting involved in Twitter and Parler and I haven't jumped into Facebook yet and uh, Instagram. I'm kind of doing one at a time. Um, and you know, they're drastically different platforms. Twitter is what I was always told it was, which is just a cesspool. And then Parler is very conservative friendly. And um, you get a lot of good news out of it. And a lot of people uh, posting news from all over the place. And it's um, it's a, it seems like a much more friendly community when you're in there. You know, you get a lot of love on on um, Parlor, but for what I'm doing, it's one of the things where it's a double-edged sword because I have to be in there with the Lions. So Twitter, um, I've been on for probably since June, since about when I started this, and I have had some of the nastiest comments sent to me, even when my comments are very much like I do in the show. I don't uh, curse on them and I'm not using foul language. I do take cheap shots, especially if somebody says or does something really stupid and uh, you deserve a stupid comment. (laughs) You'll get one of those from me, but uh, I definitely keep it clean because just like my show and anything else in life, I think the keener, uh, excuse me, the cleaner you keep things, the better for Everybody, I think it draws more of a crowd to you because a lot of people don't want to hear all the cursing and the nastiness. So to give you a rough example without using foul language, I mean, I get ridiculed for tweets like I tweeted out yesterday, you know, Joe Biden, oh, big deal for the DNC. You know, he was able to uh, read off the teleprompter and not mess it up too bad. And my gosh. (laughs) The hate that I got for that response, people telling me they hope I die, uh, cursing at me in all kinds of ways, Joe Biden's the greatest, blah, 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 blah. Uh, This episode is not about the uh, DNC at all, excuse me, but the DNC, if you didn't watch it, let me sum it up for you real quick. Dumb, boring and dumb. Believe me, you missed nothing. I actually had to watch it, so I was going to do a whole episode on it, but my God, it was just dumb. Let's sum it up, dumb. All they talked about was how much they hate Trump. No policies, no nothing else, just orange man bad. That was pretty much the whole DNC. So if you didn't watch it, better for you. You were able to maintain those eight or nine hours of total runtime of your life and do something way more productive. Um. But as far as Twitter goes, all the hateful stuff that I get sent to me, these people never get censored. Never. And I mean, they are vulgar. These people are nasty. Um, Generally, I follow James Woods, and he's pretty funny on Twitter. If you you have a Twitter account or not, if you're not 100% sure which actor James Woods is, he's, you know, he's fairly popular. He's older now. He's probably in his 70s now, but... um, you know, one thing that he says is when people hit him with the nasty grams, he just hashtag insta blocks them, which is kind of funny because it actually 
is probably one of the best tools on Twitter because when you get somebody sending you a little, little nasty gram like that, for me, the best thing to do is just block you because uh, Twitter won't suspend you. They'll let them attack a conservative all day, every day, as nasty as they want, and they will censor absolutely nothing. Um, Tim Tebow posted a tweet uh, not too long ago. I'm going to play it for you. And just know ahead of time that what you're about to hear, Twitter censored him for, um, I forget off the top of my head the language I used, but it was basically like inappropriate content. So I'm going to play that for you, let you hear it, and you tell me what is inappropriate about the content. So I'm going to play that right now. Bible believers, and we look at the Bible we see a lot of the heroes a lot of times they truly were wounded deeply before they were ever used greatly and so maybe you're going through a time in your life where you feel like you've just been wounded greatly and it hasn't been your year hasn't been your day you don't feel like this is your time but this could be your time for learning This could be your time for growing. This could be your time for adapting. This could be the time that is a test for you, but tomorrow it gets to turn into a testimony because you never know what God is doing with your life. You never know what he is preparing you for. Um, So many times in the Bible, when we look at um, the heroes, there were times in their life where if they stopped, if they quit, if they say, no, God, I've had enough, then they would have missed out on the most impactful, most influential times of their life. Maybe that is the next step for you. Maybe that is tomorrow. Maybe that is next week. Maybe that is next year. But when we quit, we will never know what we missed out on. We will never know what's in store for us because maybe that breakthrough is coming tomorrow. Maybe it's next year. Maybe you have still a little bit more time uh, going through a hard time in your life. But I can tell you this, we get to trust an unknown future to a known God because we know how much he loves us. We know what he did for us in sending his son. He gave his best for us. He gave his best for us. And when we remember that, then we can have trust in the character of our God because we know how much he loves us. That's how we get through the tough times. It's because we know, we don't think, we know how much God loves us and how much he loves you. Right where you're at, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through, he loves you. You were enough for his son to die on the cross. That's how much you're loved. Hold on to that in your time of need. I mean, seriously. You're going to block that tweet. Like I said, the tweets that I get that are so vulgar, telling me to go kill myself, telling me a whole bunch of other inappropriate things, that one you suspend, he's trying to be inspirational, give people a little bit of hope during the whole COVID thing. Uh, If, you know, anybody who was just listening to that, I'm sure if you're going through any type of tough situation in your life besides the COVID um, pandemic, he's trying to inspire you. No cursing, no negativity. Everything about it was positive, and he got suspended. I mean, you want to talk about some serious biased? Yeah, Okay, um, he's that, and Twitter's not the only one. I mean, it, it's a it's a compilation of all of them. You got Twitter, you got Facebook, Instagram, 
Yeah, um, Parler is pretty good. It's all free speech. The guy that runs it is a conservative. Uh, looks like he's a little bit younger. I don't know a whole lot about him, but he did promise that his is a free speech platform and you're going to be able to say and do what you want unless it's obviously something extremely nasty or negative, in which case you're going to get suspended or kicked off, and as it should be. Um, Candace Owen was recently suspended or put in Facebook jail because she put out a post that Facebook apparently thought was inappropriate. Let's put it that way. Um, Her post goes, quote, I am so excited that we get to watch Kamala Harris, who swore into Congress as an Indian American, now play the I am black woman card all the way until November. Fun times ahead of us. What is wrong with that? Because Kamala Harris is, in fact, Indian black. She's actually Indian Jamaican, but what's the difference? She can call herself whatever she wants to call herself. Isn't that what the liberals say? You could be any gender. You could be anything you want to be. So some days she wants to be Indian. Other days she wants to be black. What's the big deal, right? (laughs) Well, apparently, even though... Kamala herself came out saying she's Indian, and Kamala herself came out saying she's black because Candace Owen pointed out something that they don't like that shows the type of hypocrites they are, they flag her on Facebook. Well, well, good for Candace Owen because there's a news article in Breitbart that she plans on suing Facebook over the blatant censorship of conservatism. So hopefully that'll go somewhere and maybe start getting these guys in line. Um, I have not been suspended as of yet, but like I say, I try to keep most of my comments as clean as possible. But going through Twitter, I see quite a bit of people I follow get suspended consistently, and it's for stuff that's really ridiculous. Um Don Jr., they suspended his account for a tweet that he put out, and I didn't get a chance to see it before it was gone. But when he came back on, he was basically telling everybody it's ridiculous, and he had a big problem with it. Um, Back about a month ago, they had a hearing with the tech giants, and Jim Jordan gave him a pretty good lashing uh, going after them for their censorship of everything, even though naturally they claim to be – fair and they don't censor only conservatives and google says that you know they don't uh, censor conservative websites and speech and whatnot but however brett bart uh internet traffic because of the way google laid out their algorithm for them in the search engine is down by like 95 percent you literally have to type in brett bart to get it. If you type in conservative news, you type in anything of that nature, you will see on your phone or your computer, it's all liberal stuff first. And it might be articles having to do with that and stuff, but you're not going to get there. You literally got to find the websites now. So they're, it's like they're blocking you shadowing wise. Now I've experienced that myself on Twitter because I've been on Twitter, like I said, since June. And every time I would post something, I found it awkward that my post, I could never find it. And if I did find it, 
it's like, man, I just posted it, and it usually it's within a, a time you know gap of when you're posting things, and it would be buried at the bottom. I mean, you had to go way down on the feed to even see my comment on anything, and I thought that was weird, and I thought, well, maybe people are tweeting that fast. I don't know. What do I know about this? Because I never wanted to get into it. Now that I am, it's a learning curve, so maybe that's just part of the game. Well, when I was browsing um, about tech giants and their real push to silence conservatives, I actually found a it's a Fox News, and it's not your general Fox News. It's Fox News Business, and they happen to be talking about this subject. I just found it by chance because I was looking for it for or looking for something, not it directly, but looking for an article or a video or something. It took me quite a while to find one. It was I was getting all kinds of other weird stuff in there. But uh, I want you to listen to it, make your own opinion of it. But I feel that what they're describing in there, I was actually experiencing myself on Twitter. So check this out. That's Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter. He's saying, yes, the company is left-leaning, like a lot of companies in Silicon Valley. Remember Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg also said the same, that Silicon Valley is left-leaning. He did that in testimony. He said up for Congress. Let's check, take a check of uh, stock in Twitter. Any of the day, up almost 5%. We're bringing in conservative veteran former U.S. Special Forces Jim Hansen. Now, what did Twitter do with you? Uh, what do you say about Twitter? Well, and it's not just me. They implemented what they call a quality filter that allows a, a liberal mob to attack conservative accounts using some of the tools Twitter built them, including these mass block lists where the liberals have gathered hundreds of thousands of conservative accounts. And Twitter built them a tool where with one push of a button, they can block those accounts. And Twitter counts that as a black mark against the account. So they're using this as kind of a heckler's veto. And it's affecting a lot of conservatives. It's affecting Republican politicians who are being, you know, their, their accounts are not being seen as much as their Democrat opponents. So at some level, Twitter's causing themselves not just problems with their users, but potentially with government agencies that have oversight of things like that. So you, what you're saying is you were shadow banned too. In other words, if you're on Twitter and you search for you and your Twitter account, that your account did not come up in the search. Is that it? It's, it comes up at a lower level. Mm -hmm. So I have a, a verified account. You know, I have a certain number of followers. But when this quality filter ban was applied to my account, the number of people who see my tweets dropped by more than half. The number of people who were joining to follow me each month dropped by about one-tenth to about one-tenth of what it was. So they're, they're limiting the amount of reach that my account has and thousands of other conservatives. And that's just not a way to do business, especially when Jack's saying that's not what they're doing. Your now, CEO has to tell the truth. Has Twitter reached out to you? Are you getting any communication from Twitter? We've had a couple meetings with them, and what they keep doing is saying, we didn't intend to do that. You know, we didn't build a tool that does that, like he just said. But the problem is, if that's what your tool does, if that's the actual outcome, then you're responsible to your shareholders, you're responsible to your users, and you're responsible to fix that or stop saying you have a content-neutral platform if you don't. And at this point, they don't. All we want is a level playing field, and, and right now, Twitter's not giving us that. All right, so we also have this story. Someone threatened NRA's Dana Lash's children with murder. Here's a threat. The only way these people learn is if it affects them directly. This came up in a tweet. So if Dana Lash has to have her children murdered, prefer she'll understand. I guess that's what needs to happen. That came up in a tweet. How is that okay to come out like that for that? 
It's not. And that's another example of where that left-wing bias that Jack admitted to shows itself. Because when something like that happens, and Dana reported that, and then no action was taken. Okay. Now, if that had been a conservative threatening Obama's kids, I'll guarantee you right That's now, awful. black helicopters would have swooped yeah, them it's up. It's disgraceful. So. Jim Hansen, thank you so much. I really appreciate you and your service to our country. I mean, everything that I've been saying, they said it themselves. The way I've been feeling is what he said. How they, you know, it's, it's just weird. Your tweets don't appear anywhere. Uh, you're not getting the traction you think you should be getting on there. Because, I mean, after two months... I had seven followers, and like I said, I'm not seeing any of my tweets appearing anywhere, and I'm not seeing any of that, and wondering, well, where are they? I know I'm tweeting out. I know I'm posting news articles that I'm finding, and I'm commenting on the news articles. I know I'm commenting on other people's stuff, but I'm not seeing anything, and I'm not getting no traction, so it makes you wonder. You got nasty grams being sent to you, just like the one she said, where they're basically saying her children need to die, um, and nothing happens to them. They don't get censored. They don't get suspended. Their accounts continue on. But if you do something like Tim Tebow did, or you do something like Candace Owen did, your account gets suspended, and then the left will tell you there's no biased. No, you guys are, you know, you're conservatives and you're overplaying your hand. There's no bias. It's a free platform. Anybody can use it. Yeah, anybody can use it if you're left-leaning or if you're a complete extreme leftist. I mean, just, was it last week? Finally, Facebook condemned Antifa and Antifa uh, sites on their platform to make, you know, to ban them and not allow them to do what they were using Facebook for, which was, hey, we're all going to meet over here, or let's tear this statue down, or let's do this or that, and they had no problem with it. But now I guess they're feeling the heat because they're seeing the shift where there are some people that I know that are Democrats and have been Democrats their whole life that are voting for Trump, just straight up. And they're real quiet about telling you because they know like everybody else, they're like, I can't vote for the Democratic Party, they're insane. What they stand for now is insane. And, you know, I will welcome you with open arms, but just know that the people that you are fighting with or fighting for, the people you were with, they're not going to change. You can't go back. Once you make the transition and come over, you might as well go full blast because there is no turning back unless you want to be part of that extremism. Um, Big tech has been a huge problem, and it's only going to continue to get worse. During the pandemic, Amazon stock um, naturally went up because everybody's buying something, everybody's needing something, and it went up by 50%, which is huge, okay? Technology stocks elevated the S&P by 500 on the index to make a record high, okay? That means big tech is making more and more money. They are getting richer by the day. One thing I can assure you, with the people that run these different platforms, the more money they make, they're not going to be inspired because a few people are complaining to stop doing what they're doing. They think that they're really catering to the masses, so they're going to keep pushing forward doing what they're doing. Um, That's why I get real excited when I see things like Candace Owen, who I believe financially has enough money to go after companies like this, and they should. 
I also like that Donald Trump's trying to sign executive orders to make it fair and balanced. That basically, if you're going to be a social platform and you're going to help push politics and you're going to help carry news, then you have to be held by the same laws that news agencies are held by. For example, Twitter banned, um, recently suspended the account of the Team Trump on tour group which was, uh, it was traveling across the United States in support of President Trump ahead of the Republican National Convention. Uh, and they have reinstated them, but the reason they gave them is so ridiculous. They ended up telling them that the account was mistakenly caught in a spam filter. Uh, and this has been reversed and the account has been reinstated. Really? And ironically, the bus tour was going through Florida, I think it went to Pennsylvania, and it happened to blip out when they were going to Nevada. And I would probably say, because Nevada, they feel is a pretty good stronghold for uh, the Democrats, and they're probably getting a little nervous. They didn't want to gain a whole lot of traction with them going in there. So all of a sudden, this mysterious glitch happens. They get taken down. They were down for a couple of days until they got reinstated. I mean... Something needs to be done about this. Uh, luckily, you do have a lot of people starting to fight back. Uh, Senator Josh uh, Howley, uh, Republican, introduced legislation to give Americans the ability to sue major tech companies like Facebook, Google, and Twitter if they engage in selective censorship of political speech. And I think that that has definitely happened. I know it's definitely happen, uh, happening. It just depends. Somebody like me, somebody small like myself... I'm not making a whole lot of noise. They're probably not really keeping a close eye on me. But once you start getting to the level of, of a Candace Owen, who's got millions of followers of Donald Trump, of team Trump, of the Trump war room, any, any other political opponent, that's pretty significant. It is a problem. You're basically only blocking one side of the aisle and it needs to be stopped. Can you only imagine, I always do this, but if the tables were turned and you're on a website that's blocking um, everything left, all left content's getting blocked and you're shutting people like Pelosi and Schumer and you're shutting down AOC and you're shutting on down all their biggest players, they're going to freak out. They're going to be on the news and the news needs to, to get on top of this website and they need to shut this website down because they're so biased and oh my God, and it would just be a nightmare to listen to those people they're, they're a nightmare to listen to on a normal day especially when they get their tail tail feathers all ruffled up excuse me but big tech not where it's at uh, if I wasn't trying to do this and really get my message out believe me I would have zero interest in being on Twitter and being on any of these websites because they really are a breeding ground for some of the worst people that you have ever uh, heard from in your life uh, I'm sure that they have pe teams of people that are probably on there to do that on purpose to kind of deter you from using it because they don't want you on there. They don't want you spreading truth. They only want to keep, you know, running their lies. But, uh, you know, if you're trying to do what I'm trying to do here, you got to keep on pushing forward. That should about do it on big tech. I don't. There's so much on them. Please, again, do your own homework. Look them up. You can find so many articles. It's massive. Definitely look on the conservative web, uh, websites. If you're only looking, if you're only just roughly Googling it, believe me, you're not going to get anything good. You're going to have to do a little bit of digging. I know that it may seem tedious or it may seem like a hard thing to do, but it is worth it in the end because always knowing the truth is going to be the best thing anyways.
Um, if you like what you hear, please tell five of your friends. I'm going to keep putting out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, you could follow me, Parlor at Joe Little. You could also follow me on Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N and the same at Gmail if you'd like to email me. Have a good night. God bless.